Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome. Welcome back, uh, to Capes and Japes. Um, I am one of your hosts, Olivia, and I'm very sleepy today. I actually have <laughs> a surprising amount of energy for, um, waking up this morning, ready to walk the dogs at 545, and then I walk out and my mom's like, I said 615. And I'm like, ah. Oh, no. Well, Betrayal. And she's like, I mean, we're both up. Let's just go. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but I didn't even take a midday nap, which has become my uh, quarantine. I've, I've just been taking stress naps in the middle of the day since quarantine started. So, <laughs> I mean, relatable. I wish I had taken a nap today. Um, but I was at work after being kept up all night by very loud thunder. Oh no. Which sounds cool, but was not that cool when I wanted to sleep. Who do you think it was? Thor? Storm? Shazam? Hmm. Who do you want to blame? I think, I think Aurora would respect me. Um, it's probably Thor. <sighs> Thor. That fool. You gotta think of other people. That fool of a man. Um, so, I'm gonna, if the energy is weird during this episode, it's just because I'm sleepy. Don't worry. Um, it's also because we're talking, oh, there's more thunder now. Um. Wow. Uh, it's also, wow. Um, it's also because, um, we're talking about a character that we probably should have done, like, for a while now. We're, like, a hundred, like, a hundred and fifty episodes in or something. Uh, not that many, but a lot of episodes in. Um, but it's not a character I've ever had, uh, a whole lot of interest in. And that's Hal Jordan. Uh, the, uh... The most well-known Green Lantern. Um, and I should clarify, like, I don't, like, I don't dislike Hal or Green Lanterns, like, with intent. Like, it's not, like, characters, like, I have beef with, like, say, the Punisher as a concept. I think there's a lot about the Punisher and Frank Castle that, like, makes me kind of uncomfortable. Um, I don't, like, dislike Hal. And there's nothing wrong with Green Lanterns. I just find Hal very boring. Um, and Green Lantern stuff is, as we've covered on this podcast many, many times, I personally, um, don't like to use my brain space when I'm reading a story to remember, like, names of different planets and, like, different, um, types of aliens that live on those planets and, like, different types of, like, uh, made-up, like, sci-fi technology when I could be using those brain cells to know which characters want to kiss each other. <laughs> um, it's just, like, a personal matter of taste on my part. And Green Lantern stories are very heavy- on various, you know, space goings on. 
So I've always kind of been like, eh, to get out of here. Um, I always find space politics weird. Like, yeah, it's weird. It, it's like this is. Plus, it kind of shows like the imagination of the author. Sometimes you're mm-hmm. like, really, you have, you could have done anything, and you made a planet that's just like Earth light. Yeah, it's it's always just like different Earths. It's like slightly more or less advanced Earth with like humans, but they're blue and tall or like humans but they're green and they have pointy ears like um but you know that's not a that's not a green lantern exclusive problem um it's it's really not it's not even a comics exclusive problem absolutely not at all um so that's uh my explanation why we haven't talked about uh Hal Jordan before now, and why, um, but some of the things that I learned today were totally new to me, because I haven't read a lot of stuff with Hal in them, because I don't, um, have a lot of interest in Green Lanterns, and Hal is the Green Lantern I have the least interest in. But he's also, uh, he's done a lot of stuff, and some of it was very, is very whack, and, uh, we're gonna learn about it today. Um, so, um, Hal is, uh, despite being the best-known Green Lantern, um, is not the first Green Lantern. Um, much like there was a, uh, Golden Age, uh, Flash before Barry Allen came along, um, the Green Lantern was originally a, uh, a golden age superhero. Um, and this Green Lantern was named, uh, Alan Scott. He first, uh, was first published in 1940. Um, and he also had a, uh, a ring that let him do, like, you know, uh, incredible things. Um, but this one was more, uh, was magic, basically. It was, like, kind of, like, mythology-inspired, and it was basically just, like, he had a magic ring that let him do magic things. Um, so, uh, when we get into the Silver Age of comics in, like, the mid-50s, um, when superhero comics have, uh, kind of a resurgence, um, due to, uh, the comics code making it harder to publish, like, romance and horror and other things that are getting popular, they're like, well, let's go back to superheroes. Um, and the, uh, Silver Age is kind of considered as starting with the, uh, the introduction of, uh, Barry Allen Flash, which took the concept of, like, the Golden Age concept of the Flash and revamped it in, like, kind of a more sci-fi way. Um, and because that was so successful, um, they were like, okay, well, let's, uh, redo that with the Green Lantern. Um, that was a pretty popular character. Um, I think we can, you know, uh, create a, a new Silver Age version. Um, so, uh... 
DC, uh, it was kind of the brainchild of, uh, the editor, uh, Julia Schwartz, the editor for DC at the time, um, John, uh, John Broom, uh, wrote the first, uh, the first appearance, and, uh, Gil Kane was the artist. Um, he, uh, first showed up in, uh, an anthology kind of comic called Showcase, uh, in 1959. Um, which was, I think, the same place where, like, the new Flash had shown up. So they were just, like, tossing all of their, like, new, like, rebooted characters in here. Um, and, uh, got his own series shortly after that. Um, and, uh, this was a new, uh, a new character taking on the mantle of the Green Lantern. Um, and they took it in, like, a very, very sci-fi, uh, direction. What do the kids like these days? Space? Let's go. They love space. It's 1959. They can't get enough of space. Um, so, uh, this new Green Lantern, uh, is a fella named Hal Jordan. Um, Hallard. Jordan. His, his real name is Harold, um, and I wish people would call him that more often. Harold. Uh, <laughs> Harold. Um, but, uh, Hal Jordan is a, uh, an ordinary, uh, ordinary guy. Um, he, uh, grew up, uh, I don't know if he grew up in Coast City or he moved there, but he was raised by, uh, by two parents, uh, relatively, you know, stable childhood. Um, he had, I think, an older brother named Jack and a younger brother named Jim, but maybe it's the other way around, um, which, like, hey, consider giving your children less confusing names. Um, but, uh... When he was relatively young, um, he saw, uh, his father, who was a pilot, uh, die in a, uh, plane crash, um, and, uh, was very upset by this, obviously, understandably, um, but, uh, still, like, wanted to follow in his father's footsteps, um, and become a test pilot himself, despite, like, having all this, you know, trauma surrounding it, and being, like, very, very scared every time he, like, uh, you know, got in the cockpit of a plane. Um, this was still, like, what he wanted to do, and that kind of, like, overcoming that, like, fundamental fear is one of the things that gets cited as, like, why Hal gets picked as a Green Lantern. Um, which, I mean, like, it's fair, it's, it's, like, very impressive, um, I def- like, it's probably not, like, the, like, most overcoming of fear that, like, anyone's ever done, um, but, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's fine, that's, it's, it's fair, um, he, uh, becomes a- military test pilot, um, 
there are a couple uh a couple different versions of how this happens. I think like uh Jeff Johns like rewrites his origin story um at some point um but uh in like in one version he like uh like talks back to like a commanding officer and gets like kicked out or something um but uh the point is he's uh he's a test pilot he has you know kind of, he's uh very stubborn uh and you know, a little bit of a hothead and can be difficult to get along with. But, uh, you know, leading, uh, a relatively normal existence. Um, and then, uh, one day, um, an alien named, uh, Abin Sur, uh, crash lands on Earth. Um, and, uh, Abin Sur is, uh, he, like many aliens, um, he looks basically like a human man, but he's, like, uh, magenta-colored, and he's got, like, kind of, like, a bald head and pointy ears, so you know he's an alien. Um. Wow. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Abinsur is a member of the Green Lantern Corps. Um which are it uh, it's an intergalactic organization um that's dedicated to uh preserving peace across the galaxy uh like there are a ton of different green lanterns um and they're each assigned like a different like sector of the universe um and Abinsur is the the protector of uh sector 2814 which contains earth in it um and he uh ends up uh he's being uh attacked by you know an enemy of the green lanterns i think this also like varies depending on like the version of the origin story um but the important thing is he gets in a fight he ends up, uh, injured and dying, and he crash lands on Earth. Um, and because he's dying, um, his, uh, power ring, which is the thing that, uh, gives him his, you know, Green Lantern abilities, um, automatically seeks out, uh, the next, like, most fitting host. Um, and apparently it first wanted uh Clark Kent and then it was like oh no I can't pick Clark Kent because uh he's not actually a native of earth um wow and uh, d- yeah I know right um and then it's uh choosing between uh Hal Jordan and uh another uh eventual Green Lantern, Guy Gardner, um, but Hal Jordan is closer, so it picks Hal. I feel like there should have been, like, what was the math here? (laughs) It's like, all right, so are Hal and Guy equal? 
And then it's like, well, this one's closer, so let's just go get that one. Or is it like, yeah, I mean, Guy's a little bit better, but... I, I think it's, I think it's supposed to be like, Guy and Hal have, like, equivalent levels of willpower. So that's the thing about, uh, the Green Lanterns, right? Is that there are actually, uh, several different, uh, colors of uh power rings and of like lantern core uh the green lanterns are like i the most like organized and like expansive um and also some of them like are just kind of like evil um but um there's a whole like uh spectrum of like colors of lanterns and power rings and each of them um is connected to like a specific like emotion it's technically emotion but green is connected to willpower which is like it's not an emotion um it's not like anger fear is one those are definitely emotions hope is blue which I guess is like kind of an emotion. I mean, you can feel hopeful. Um, you can feel hopeful. Like that one I can give a pass to. Willpower is not really an emotional thing. That's more of a personality I mean, trait. Like, yeah, it's just like kind of like a way that you are. Also, I really hope that these uh Green Lantern rings have uh also like, the willpower scale, and also, um, a good person scale that it can connect it to. So that it's not like, ah, yes, here we have a very willful person, and it's, like, just a dog shit person. <laughs> but they have a strong will. Well, well, you know, sometimes, uh, listen, sometimes they do end up with duds in the Green Lantern Corps. Um... The, like, also, like, kind of, like, not to be, like, this person, but, like, you didn't pick Batman? Wouldn't he be fear? Like, I, I mean, like, yes, I think that is the, the color on the spectrum that would make the most sense to associate with Batman. But, like, I, I truly cannot believe that any normal person has more willpower than Bruce Wayne. That is fair. <laughs> look at him. Just look at him. Ridiculous. Um, the ring sniffs out Bruce and then it's like, oh, he's already got a thing. He doesn't need this. God, could you imagine if Bruce Wayne, like, already as Batman, got chosen as a Green Lantern and he's like, can I decline? <laughs> that, no, that, that oh, is what happened. The ring came up and was like, yeah. hey, do you want some powers? And Bruce Wayne just, like, left. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, so, uh, this, uh, this ring, uh, attaches itself, uh, not attaches itself, it's not, like, fused to him, but it, uh, seeks out and, uh, summons Hal Jordan, um, and, uh, Abin Sir explains to him, like, you take this ring and, uh, you will be a Green Lantern and you will, uh, protect Earth. 
and also all of like kind of the other planets in this general area, but mostly you're gonna focus on Earth because it's comic books. Um, Congrats, you're now a space cop? You are a space cop, uh, for sure. Uh, so what the, um, what the power ring does is, uh, it gives you, uh, the ability, it has, like, uh, passive abilities, which is, like, it, uh, creates, like, the costume, uh, the Green Lantern outfit, just, like, manifests it, um, and it also, like, I think it, like, enables you to, like, breathe in space or, like, under, like, it has, like, some, like, basic, like, life support kind of functions, and I think it also, you can just fly, like, when you have it on. I don't think you need to, like, make anything. It would suck if you had to consciously think about breathing in space. Yeah, yeah, no, Hal would be dead, uh... Just like, oh, yeah. For sure. I, I've got to just imagine oxygen filling my lungs <laughs> constantly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, the other, uh, the other thing that the ring does famously is, uh, you can use it to create, like, hard light constructs. Um, so, uh, literally, Anything you can imagine. Um, what Hal usually imagines is, like, big fists to punch people, and, like, big hammers to hit people, and sometimes, like, lasers to shoot things with. Um, which I think is partly Hal as a character. I think also sometimes it is on comic book writers who are like, I don't know, he just makes, he just hits him with a big fist. He does it. Yay. Woo. Green Lantern wins. He did it. Um, he did it. Uh, but, uh, and he also gets a, uh, it comes with a battery that's shaped like an actual lantern, like an old timey kind of metal lantern. Um, which is d wild, because that is definitely, like, an Earth invention. Um, and this is a thing that, like, all, you know, Green Lanterns across all of existence just have. Covalent evolution. Yeah, I guess. Um, and, uh, the ring needs to be, uh, recharged between uses. There are, like, different versions of, like, how often you need to, like, recharge it, but the way, um, the way that you recharge it is you, uh, you hold the ring up to the lantern, um, and you say, uh, you say the Green Lantern poem. I don't, I don't actually know if you need to say the oath when you do it, um, or if it's just, like, this is kind of, like, a fun little Green Lantern ritual, um, I mean, I think there's power in rituals. There, that is, that is a great point. Um, but, so there are, like, different variations for, like, the different cores, corpses, uh, and, like, some, like, Green Lanterns have, like, their own, like, individual ones, um, 
and, you know, sometimes, like, different, like, kind of enclaves of Green Lanterns, like, make their own. Um, but the, uh, the standard issue oath, uh, that many of you have probably heard before, um, goes, uh, in brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape my sight. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power. Green Lantern's light. And then, you know, whoa, lights up. It goes, it's, it's cool. Um, pew, 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 pew. Uh, and like, I do love a fun superpower poem. Um, so, uh, Hal gets, uh, Hal gets these fun, these fun powers. Um, he goes, uh, to train, uh, on Oa, which is the headquarters of the Green Lantern Corps. Um, he, uh, is partnered with a Green Lantern, um, named Sinestro. Um. Who's not evil. (laughs) Yeah. He's partnered with a guy named Sinestro, and he's like, this seems fine. And then he discovers that he's super evil, and he's like, oh, no! Surprised Um, Pikachu. Yeah, who could have predicted this? Um, so, uh, he, like, is working with Sinestro and, like, establishes, like, you know, kind of a partnership with him, and then discovers that, like, uh... Sinestro used his ring to basically, like, uh, control his whole, like, home planet, um, to, like, revere him, um, and he's like, I'm enforcing order, and Hal's like, no, I think that's bad, uh, and- (laughs) That is bad, actually. Yeah, you know, and gets the, like- Green Lantern, like, internal affairs or whatever involved. Um, and, uh, Sinestro, you know, is, uh, imprisoned, which doesn't last because he has to, you know, go on to become, uh, Hal's arch nemesis. Um. Can't do that behind bars. Absolutely not. Um, but he does, you know, have this, uh, this grudge against Hal for, like, basically whistleblowing on him. Um, I mean, look, Hal did the right thing. <laughs> you should not be using your power listen. in this way. No, he, he, he was correct. I, I'll rag on Hal a lot. That was the right call. He was correct. Sinestro is a bad dude. Um, sometimes, some, you, sometimes someone swears, you know, a vow of enmity against you for legitimate reasons and sometimes uh they're just very evil and they're mad that you got them caught that actually sounds like a lot of the time it's most of the time it's it's some it's a good percentage of the time um so hal uh goes on to you know have these uh various adventures with like other members of the green lantern corps um and also you know on earth he, uh, is a member of the Justice League. Um, he might be one of the founding members of the Justice League, but, uh, regardless, he's, you know, a a long-standing member of the Justice League. Um, he, uh, has a, uh, romance, uh, kind of 
on again off again romance with uh, a woman named Carol Ferris who is uh technically his boss for a while um but also she ends up like uh back and forth like being brainwashed and going evil like a bunch of times cuz she is a woman in comics disease um yeah. i know it's it's rampant somebody's got to do something about this um he also uh we talked about this when we talked about uh green arrow but uh in like 1970 um the uh green so the green lantern comic sales are like sort of in decline um and uh Dennis O'Neill um RIP and uh Neil Adams uh take over creative uh duties on the series and have this idea to bring in uh Green Arrow um and turn the series into sort of a social commentary um I mean hey if sales are already going down might as well just do something important <laughs> I mean, you might as well. Um, like, Dennis O'Neill uh, specifically said that he wanted to kind of uh, represent his own political beliefs and also, like, tackle uh, the many social issues that were on people's minds at the time. Um, so uh, they established this dynamic where uh, Hal is a cop. <coughs> um <laughs> And is, you know, like, is a person who, like, cares about people and wants to do the right thing, but also is a cop, um, and is, like, beholden to, you know, this, uh, governing body that's, like, the rules of the Green Lanterns and also the Guardians of the Universe, which are the, like, hyper-powerful entities that, like, govern the green lanterns and the other lanterns um and like also like hal tends to be like in in this series especially tends to be like kind of short-sighted in terms of like well what we need to do is like preserve law and order um and then ollie shows up and he's like actually let's defund and abolish the police <laughs> basically honestly this whole like arc of green lantern is just like to oliver queen like defund and abolish the green lanterns like uh that's that's so like ollie is in this iteration uh like more radical and outspoken um and is kind of like well no, like, your, like, methods and all these rules you're following are preventing you from seeing, like, the real problems and helping the people who need it most. Um, and this, uh, lasts for, like, a, uh, a, a couple of years, at least, um, of them, uh, you know, ha going on all of these adventures that, like, did involve frequently, like, you know, aliens and comic book stuff, but, uh, were also 
about, like, tackling, like, actual, uh, like, real-world social problems, uh, sort of culminating in, um, uh, Ollie's sidekick, uh, Roy Harper, um, like, admitting to having, uh, a drug problem, um, very famously, uh, or infamously, depending on, on who you ask, um, but, uh, so, through, uh, through the 80s, uh, Hal leaves, uh, the, the core for a while, which is when, uh, John Stewart is introduced. Um, he, uh, the, uh, green, uh, the Green Lanterns, like, kind of, like, break up for a little bit, and then, like, Hal, like, helps kind of get them back together. Um, in the 90s, something kind of wacky happens. Oh, no. Uh, Never good yeah, when you start that... with, in the 90s, <laughs> something happens. Yeah, so, it, that's, honestly, that's the real lesson of this podcast. <laughs> Nothing good happened in the 90s in comics. I was gonna say, we were born, but who's to say yet if that was good or not? <laughs> Who can truly say? Um, so, uh, as, like, some, uh, some, like, ultimate kind of, uh, domino effect from, uh, the death of Superman in 1993, um, an alien supervillain named, uh, Mongol, uh, completely destroys Hal's, uh, home base of Coast City, um, while Hal is off doing, you know, space stuff elsewhere. Why didn't the rest of the League stop <laughs> Mongol? They were all too sad about Superman! Oh no. Um, That'll do it. Yeah, but- there was there was a lot of stuff going on at this point. They all had a lot to deal with. Um but uh so he destroys this like kills uh everyone in it. Um I think later it's like, oh, some people survived, but like seemingly just kills everyone. Um including uh including Hal's uh parents and girlfriend. Um, so Hal, uh, comes back to realize that this has happened, um, uh, defeats Mongol, uh, is very, very, very grief-stricken, um, and uses his ring to, like, basically, like, recreate a version of Coast City, um, and, uh, like, projections of, like, the people he knew who were killed and, like, talks to them, um, which t- is not the healthiest coping mechanism. In fact, I would say it's probably not healthy. I would go as far as to say that it's not healthy at all. It's, it's definitely not. Um, but also then the Green Lanterns, uh, get mad at him for using his ring for personal gain. Um, which is, like, guys, 
It's maybe not the time. Maybe just get him some therapy? Yeah, like, maybe call him a therapist. So they, uh, summon him back to Oa, uh, and, like, uh, you know, are preparing to, you know, whatever, put him in Green Lantern timeout, um, or whatever they're gonna do. Um, and Hal gets, uh, extremely angry, um, starts, uh, attacking everyone, um, takes the, uh, the central power battery lantern that, like, powers, like, all of the Green Lantern's, like, individual, like, batteries, uh, fights and kills many of the Green Lanterns, uh, takes all their rings, uh, and, uh, absorbs, uh, this energy from the power battery that gives him, like, basically unlimited power, um, how? and starts calling- how? No, I said Hal. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, hey, Hal. Don't do this. Hal? Um, Halium? Please. Sir. Um, and, uh, starts calling himself Parallax. Um, oh, no. Uh, Beans, this guy. Um, so, uh, this was met- with, um, maybe, like, a a mixed, a mixed reception. Um, I think, I think it was done because they wanted to introduce a new Green Lantern. Um, but if you want to do that, there are ways, I would think, besides just, like, having a character just do, like, a complete 180 and start, like, murdering people. Yeah. Uh, is how I think a lot of people felt, was that, uh, this was, like, so, like, just, like, completely out of nowhere, um, for a character who had, you know, been, like, kind of, like, a jerk sometimes, but, like, ultimately heroic for, like, 30 years. Do you think the Joker was looking at him like, see, there's a man who had one really bad day. (laughs) The Joker's in Arkham like, I was right! (laughs) I was right this one time! This one time I was right, everybody! (laughs) And they're like, what are you even talking about? Space! (laughs) I can see into space! That's one of my Joker powers! We don't talk about it, but it's true! It's true. I know what the Green Lanterns are doing at all times. Why am I not a Green Lantern villain? Because I don't care about them at all. I only care about my best friend, Batman. Um, so, uh, this is, uh, later retconned. Um, I think in, like, uh, like, 2004, it's retconned that Parallax is actually, like, a, uh, an extremely powerful, like, parasitic being that, like, feeds on fear that pretty much, uh, possessed Hal and made him do all this stuff. Comics love a good possession. 
Comics love a good possession. But, like, in this case, at least, that does make more sense than, like, well, he just went crazy. Um, well, he didn't get therapy. Man, maybe it should have just been a story about actually giving people the resources that they need. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Ollie shows up and is like, see, <laughs> this is what I mean. We need to defund the Green Lanterns and establish social support systems. Why don't we take all of the money and power that the Green Lanterns have and put it elsewhere and just distribute it so that we can actually look at the things that are causing space crime <laughs> like lack of resources for example everyone's like ollie how'd you get we're in outer space how'd you get to oa man olivia get out of here <laughs> i'm so glad that we have such good audience members because i don't think that there's a way that we could even try to be apolitical especially speaking about comics <laughs> I'm so glad that there aren't deep bros coming in our mentions like, keep your politics out of my comics books. <laughs> it's like, have you read a comic book? Have you read a comics book? This is, <laughs> like, we just talked about how Hal Jordan spent two years exclusively talking about politics. Um, God. Yeah, thank you to our audience for uh, just truly vibing with what we're putting down. Um, so, uh, Hal is Parallax, uh, tries to basically, uh, undo all of existence and remake it, um, as he sees fit. Um. Not great. <laughs> yeah, no, not great. And, uh, it takes, uh, pretty much every, like, superhero, uh, on Earth, and many from outside of Earth, uh, to eventually take him down. And, uh, after this, he's, like, I guess they, like, put him in space jail or something. Um, but after this, uh, the next time he shows up is in 1996 in a series called, uh, Final Night, where, uh, at the very end, he, like, basically just kind of, like, shows up out of nowhere and, uh, sacrifices himself to save Earth, um, from this thing called the Sun Eater that, uh, was, was eating, it wanted to eat the sun. Um. I never would have guessed. Yeah, I know. Um, after this, in, like, an even weirder turn, um, he, uh, spent some time as, uh, the Spectre? who I know we've mentioned briefly before. I think we talked about it in one of our Halloween episodes. Um, I just know, I know at some point I got like really, really mad about how there's three guys named Jim Corrigan who are all like, like completely unrelated to each other, but are all like part, like all exist and are like part of the Spectre like mythology and this isn't really commented on. Um, it's an extremely common name. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, but the Spectre is, um, like, like, basically, uh, like, pretty, like, kind of like an angel. He's like a spirit of vengeance that's sent 
by like Christian God. Uh like who exists in comics. <laughs> who exists in comics, like pretty explicitly like like biblical Christian God. And he's like an angel sort of. Um He's a Spectre. He's a Spectre, but he's like supposed to be you know, enacting vengeance on, like, evil souls. Because if he were solving crimes, he'd be an inspector. Hey! Nice! Thank you. That was good! Um, but, uh, this, and it's sort of like a, uh, it's like an entity that, like, uh, attaches itself to a person, basically. So this, like, attaches itself to Hal after, uh, Hal has, uh, died, um, and is like, you're the Spectre now, and you need to take vengeance on, like, people who do evil. And Hal's like, mm, but what if I do nice things for people to make up for how, uh, super evil I was before? Um... So he, like, kind of, like, uh... Gotta fix a possession with a possession. Absolutely. So he kind of, like, pops up in, like, a, some, like, various, like, different, uh, like, points. Like, he just, like, kind of, like, crops up, like, helping, like, different, like, heroes or, like, you know, using his powers to, like, uh, fix things with, like, uh, different, like, Justice League members. Um... He gets his own series, um, as the Spectre, um, for a little bit, uh, and does eventually, like, uh, it ultimately ends with him agreeing to, like, okay, fine, I'll do some vengeance. Just a little vengeance. As a treat. <laughs> little of vengeance as a treat. Um, in, uh... 2004, uh, Jeff Johns, uh, famous Hal Jordan fan, um, who I like, I do, I like a lot of stuff that Jeff Johns does, um, I think he should have better taste in Green Lanterns, <laughs> uh, but, uh, Jeff Johns, like, championed, like, bringing Hal Jordan back, um, to continuity and like making him a, a Green Lantern again. Um and so uh in Green Lantern uh Rebirth, uh Hal comes back to life um for uh I don't I don't know how, some space magic, it doesn't matter. Um and uh rejoins the Green Lanterns. This is also when they established that like, oh no, Parallax was like it was like an evil thing that possessed him, so it wasn't really him. Um because I guess you can't redeem people who have done terrible things? <laughs> um, no, absolutely not. Um, but, uh, it involves, uh, this, like, kind of, like, return arc mostly involves him, like, working together with some other Green Lanterns, uh, to fight Parallax, um, and to ultimately, like, he had, like, corrupted, like, the central power battery, um, and that's why- oh, a thing about Green Lanterns is, like, their powers can't affect the color yellow, um, and this retcons it to be, like, 
oh, it's actually, like, that's Parallax's influence, so if you conquer your own fears, then you can use your powers on Yellow. Um, <laughs> which is kind of silly, but... Not any okay. sillier than it not working on the color yellow. No, that's true. Like, nothing you could do about that would, like, make it any less silly. Hal, can you pass me that banana? <sighs> yeah. Gets up, walks over to the banana, tosses it. Why didn't you just use your ring power? I can't affect things that are yellow. <laughs> it's my curse. Um, so he, uh, he's currently, uh, you know, still a Green Lantern. Um, one of, uh, you know, one of many, again. Um, but there are a few, I think, running around now. Um, he, uh, again, much like, uh, Barry Allen as the Flash, um, I, I like Barry a little bit more than I like Hal as a character, um, cause at least Barry's thing is mostly that he's, like, boring and nice, um, but Hal is mostly, like, boring and, like, kind of a dick, um, but they're in sort of a similar position, um, where, uh, both of them are kind of the most well-known, like, bearers of their respective, like, superhero titles, even though they've both had, like, successors that are, like, much more interesting characters than them. Um, they keep being brought back because they're very recognizable, and also because I imagine a lot of, like, fans are like, Oh, uh, no, I just want the original one forever and nothing else. Um, or maybe it's just Jeff Johns. I, I don't know. Um, but, like, I like how, um, how can be fun, um, when he's, uh, interacting with, uh, other characters. People, um, the, uh, DC animated movie Justice League War um, which was, like, uh, like, an adaptation of, like, the first kind of, uh, Justice League arc of, like, the New 52. Um, there's a lot of, like, good Hal stuff in there. Like, he and Barry are, like, best friends, and they, like, know each other's secret identities, and they have, like, a little, like, fun secret handshake when they see each other. Um, but also Hal spends, like, most of the movie just, like, tagging along with Batman and, like, getting really exasperated by him, and Bruce just bullies him. And at one point, he, like, yells at Bruce, like, you phenomenal douchebag! Um, and I think about that a lot. Um, so, that's a fun Hal Jordan thing. Um, you could also watch the very bad... <laughs> Listen to our episode where, um... Try to remember the plot of the bad 2011 Green Lantern movie that I didn't see. So just one of us tries to remember the plot of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, it is, like, it is pretty whack, um, that, like, Hal has, like, such a, uh, completely bonkers, just, like, 10-year chapter in his history 
um, that I feel like gets kind of, like, it doesn't really get, well, sometimes it gets glossed over in comics, but, like, I feel like it took me a while to learn that, uh, Hal Jordan at one point just was, like, super duper duper evil, and maybe that's because I wasn't reading enough Green Lantern stuff, but also I feel like that should have been made clear to me just through osmosis. And it was not for a long time. Um, maybe that's just my experience. Anyways, that's a very, uh, that's a very weird thing that happened. And that's what I have to say about Hal Jordan. Um, did you have anything you wanted to add or talk about? I got distracted thinking about how a colorblind green lantern might work. Because there is... (laughs) There... (laughs) There is blue-yellow color blindness where you can't really distinguish yellow from certain shades of purple, I think. And mm. what if you're a Green Lantern and you're just like, oh yeah, that's purple. And Parallax is like, <laughs> no! Ah, no! No! Blam! My plan! It doesn't work! <laughs> just... <laughs> Like, is the color really that important to the Green Lanterns? What if somebody was totally colorblind and the ring was like, yeah, all right, let's go. And it's like, (laughs) oh, you're a Green Lantern. Oh, is that what this is? All right. (laughs) I'm just a lantern. Like, like, because I'm sure that growing up you learn that, like, this thing is people call blue, but it doesn't look like other people's blue. And uh, you could be all like, okay, I think that's blue. Uh, you're a blue lantern, right? N- n- no, I'm... Um, oh, shoot. What's, bl- what's the one that blue looks like? Oh, no. I knew about colorblindness for a bit, but I cannot remember... <laughs> Uh, I mean, you know more than me, so... Yep. Anyway, it's fine. (laughs) It would be interesting, is all I'm saying. You're right. It would be. It's a good take. Oh, blues and greens, I think. Oh! Are you a blue lantern or a green lantern? (laughs) Although they do kind of have different, uh, patterns on their uniform. I think you would be able to tell from that. And you'd just be all like, ah, yes. Yellow. Uh, you're just like being like, guys, stop flying so fast. I'm trying to look at your insignia. <laughs> it would be interesting. I would love for a colorblind person to write a colorblind Green Lantern comic. That would be rad. Anyway, you're right. that's all I have to say. It's it's good. It's a good take. Um, I um. I don't have comics to talk about. I know I said that maybe uh, comics are coming back and maybe I would read some comics. I haven't yet, um, but I gotta. Um, I want to check out uh, Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo, bless their hearts, are doing another uh, a sequel uh, to Dark Knight's Metal. Um, it's called Death Metal. Okay. Um, And, I know, and I was not, uh, really looking forward to it, and then, um, friend of the show Sam said that it was good, actually, maybe? Um, 
So, I do gotta check that out. Um, I thought Scott Snyder was done. <laughs> he keeps saying he's done. He keeps not being... He's like... He's like the Hayao Miyazaki of Batman. Like, he's like, here it is, my last Batman story. And then he's like, I wrote another Here's one. Here's my farewell to Batman. On second thought. Here's my farewell to my farewell to Batman. Here's my farewell to my farewell to my farewell of Batman. Amen. Um, but, uh, maybe over, uh, maybe over the holiday weekend, I will find a way to obtain some comics. And read them. Um, but, uh, for now, if you want to, uh, keep up with us and what we're doing, you can find us online on Twitter and Tumblr and, uh, Instagram and Facebook. Um, you can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Also, we're Capes and Japes on, like, all of those other platforms, which you could probably figure out. Oh, we no longer have a Pinterest, by the way. We don't have a Pinterest. I don't... I don't assume a lot of people here were, like, following us on Pinterest. But, uh, don't look for us on Pinterest. We're not on Pinterest. Um. Oh, I have something I want uh, to say. Because you mentioned the holiday yes. weekend and it reminded me. Um, if you're in the United States and you are listening to this the week that it is released, um, part of, I saw, I can't remember who organized it, but I saw a, uh, economic blackout for the 4th through the 7th, so the plan is you don't buy things for the holiday weekend, you plan around it so, like, you can go get groceries on, like, the 3rd, and then you just don't buy things to show the government that, uh, maybe you should listen to people when they say to do things, especially if you care more about the economy than human lives. So. Hey, um, that is, I'm glad that you're saying this because I hadn't seen that yet. So now I know. Yeah, I mean, I saw some that said the fourth through the seventh. I saw some that said just the fourth. I saw some that said just the seventh. So, I don't know if it's, okay. it's probably a couple people saying the same things, but, you know, just to be safe if you can, maybe go the 4th through the 7th, uh, because America yeah, sucks. cover your bases. And we probably shouldn't be celebrating our quote-unquote freedom when that was built upon, uh, genocide and slavery. Uh, anyway... No, probably not. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I do that if you can. Although um, you can buy from black-owned businesses at any time. And you can, and you should. Um, that's, um, also, if you live in America and, uh, you're listening to this when it comes out, uh, be safe. You know, over the holiday weekend. Wear a mask. I know it's a... Wear a mask. I know it's a weird one this year for a lot of reasons. But, you know, just uh, be safe out there. Uh, keep your pets indoors. All of the usual stuff. And also, all of the stuff that's weirder this year. So, wear a mask. And, you know, try to stay home 
Be actively anti-racist always. <laughs> be actively anti-racist always. That's not... I mean, if you're being more actively anti-racist than usual, good, but, like, keep that up. Yeah, don't stop doing that. Never stop being anti-racist. <laughs> Absolutely And not. while we're at it, start being anti-capitalist if you're not, because capitalism is bad yeah. if you didn't know that. Yeah, also those those two things uh, kind of go hand oh, in hand. Oh, yeah, they do. It turns out that capitalism does uh, enforce racism, weirdly enough. By design. Um, it's wacky. Um, but, uh, yeah, so do all those things. Uh, be safe, be careful. Um, you know the rest of it. We have a Discord server. Come and find us on there. We have a Patreon if you feel like supporting us. Uh, if you want to leave ratings and reviews, or tell your friends about the show, or, you know, just keep on listening. Um, it's rad. It's all rad. Um, we love you very much. Uh, we would like to thank you for joining us today on Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Elion slash Briar. And, as always, wear your mask, sexy Batman. <laughs> Sexy Batman always wears his mask, and that's the sexiest thing about him. Uh.